Hi, I'm Sanera Madani, and I'm a mom of two, a daughter of an immigrant and an unlikely entrepreneur who went from scaling an idea to a billion dollar business. Yes, a billion dollar business. Along the way, I learned that less than 2% of female founders ever hit 1 million in revenue. And I became obsessed on a mission to change that. I believe that there is so much gatekeeping in business knowledge and that we as female entrepreneurs should be learning from other female founders and leaders who have broken the statistics. Since I never went to CEO school, I've had to learn it all the hard way, but you shouldn't have to because we believe that you deserve to have it all. And honestly, nothing bad happens when women make more money. Grab a seat because class is officially in session. Welcome to CEO School. Hey everyone, it's Sanira here. I'm so excited because we have some major news to share. As of this month, CEO School is officially part of the HubSpot Podcasting Network. We're now part of a family of shows designed to help professionals listen, learn, and grow by providing access to the world's leading B2B podcasts like Work at Life, hosted by Sanja Lasinia and Maddie Grant, where they explore the gray areas between work and life as they share data on relevant workplace engagement and culture topics. I loved listening in as Sanja and Maddie discuss new ideas on how to impact diversity equity, inclusion, and belonging today. Listen to Work at Life wherever you get your podcasts. Nothing bad happens when women make more money. Join myself and CEO School for our first annual conference, September 16th through the 18th, live in Orlando, Florida, where you'll learn everything they don't teach us, how to invest, save, spend, and make your money in your business while doing less. Calling all female entrepreneurs, visit nothingbadhappens.com and snag one of our 200 available seats today. They're gonna go fast, so sign up now at nothingbadhappens.com. Hello listeners, it's Sanira Madani here, CEO School Podcast host, and you are in for a treat. Over the next seven weeks, we're going to be sharing exclusive interviews with the most unbelievable, unlikely CEOs who are truly just changing the game in their industries and are pioneers in what they do. Something that ties them all together, not only you're gonna recognize their names, they're fabulous, they're leaders, they are massive influencers, but what is most important about them is that they are authentic CEOs. So come join me over the next seven weeks in a beautiful series of interviews that you get to have first dibs on. So listen in from wherever you're listening in from, and you can catch these videos on YouTube and on our channels. I cannot wait for you to listen in and just learn from these guests that I learn from each and every single day. I hope you enjoy these interviews as much as I did. All right, ladies, how beautiful of a day it has been. And so we've talked a lot about spirituality. We've talked a lot about mental health. We've got to learn from just fabulous speakers. We talked about venture capital. We've talked about just, you know, speaking and being at your highest self. And now we're gonna get into a little bit more of the business self. I'm gonna bring to you an expert in branding, an expert in knowing your worth and pricing, and someone that I feel is so unapologetic for who she is. And she just empowers women everywhere to not only lead their highest purpose, but show up and ask for their worth. 
This is something that I've struggled with. I think when I first started my company, our first plan price was like $29 for our subscription. And pricing is something that like we as women, we're always discounting ourselves. And Maya Elias is one that is not about the discount. She's going to show each and every single one of us how we can lean into the value that we provide and being our best and highest self and getting our getting our purpose out and also charging what we are worth. And Maya is just an incredible branding expert and she's a strategist that teaches experts how to create curriculum also and content to actually grow and monetize their online brand. So she's a digital entrepreneur. She teaches women how to be digital entrepreneurs and she has literally helped hundreds of clients launch digital platforms and contents like blogs, challenges, master classes, webinars, courses, so that they can establish themselves as an authority in the online world and also use all of these expertise that they have to grow and cultivate a community. And so I'm so excited to welcome Maya to the stage. Hey. Hello, Maya. Thanks for having me. How are you? Girl, I am just doing amazing. This has just been such an incredible conversation. I cannot believe I have so much energy. I'm like at my like fourth cup of coffee right now. And so that's definitely helping. But the energy from all of these entrepreneurs is oh, just, it's just, it's amazing. It's incredible. And I'm so excited for them to learn from you, Maya. You're just such an inspiration and just a force. And so Maya, bef- uh, tell us a little bit about who you are, how you got started and what you do. Yeah, of course. So my name is Maya. And let me know if you are hearing an echo. I'm not sure if you're hearing an echo on your end, but um, my name is- We're good. Is- you sound and look sensational. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, my name is Maya Elias. I'm a personal branding strategist and the CEO of Built to Impact, which is a company where we have coaching programs and live events for primarily women of faith. Um, where we teach them how to monetize their message, package their expertise, and build a six-figure business with their personal brand. I love what I do so much. My gifting and specialty is in messaging, teaching people how to communicate who they are, who they serve, and how they add value to their industry. Uh, That is my jam. I actually started out in the branding space in 2008, creating MySpace pages, um, and then eventually transitioning into doing web and graphic design. So I've learned a lot about branding, especially the visual communication. But what I've recognized is that a lot of people, even when they do focus on the beautiful presence, is that you know they struggle with verbally communicating what it is that they do, and they struggle with communicating why they are valuable. And if you struggle to communicate that, it's because you likely struggle to believe that. And so, you know, my clients, you know, hire me and my coaches and and come to our events and programs is because they simply want to learn how can I communicate the value that I bring to the table so my revenue can start matching my experience. I love that. And messaging is such a huge part of it. I call myself a brand snob and I really do feel that way. But a lot of the brand snobbiness, it's not about the logo or the design. It's really about the message. I think the message is probably the most powerful thing that you can have as a company. And as CEO, you are the voice of your company. You are the brand of your company. And so you have to be able to connect with your ideal customer. You have to be able to connect with your, with the end user of your product. And I find so often that people skip this whole part 
And then they look back later and they're like, why am I not successful? You know, people aren't coming in, people aren't buying, and I built this amazing widget, product, company, service, and no one's showing up. And I'm like, wait, wait, let's go back, right? Let's go back to the messaging. And part of like, right now I've been building out our coursework that's gonna launch in May. And I'm, you know, we're doing an entire thing on your ICP, which is your ideal uh, client profile. Uh, some people call it your ICA, your avatar. And, and one of the things I talked to my team about, they're like, well, so many people talk about the ICA. I'm like, no, we're gonna make them go back because at every stage of even your entrepreneurship journey, you have to go back and revisit your customers, your profile, your messaging. So, so critical, so important. And here we have Maya, who is an exact coach and an expert on messaging. Maya, do you find this same struggle that I do in talking to entrepreneurs? Oh my gosh. Yeah, absolutely. I find the same struggle. And I agree 1 million percent. At every single stage, you have to go back and look at you know, your ICA, your ideal client profile, however you guys want to call it, essentially just defining who am I serving. Um, and it's important to do this at every single level. And I think it's also important to understand that there's a lot of things in your business that you're going to do over and over. And it doesn't mean that you're not doing the right things the first time around. It's just a sign that you're evolving and you want to make sure that you're still speaking the correct language for the people that you want to attract. You know, uh, last year as our company, you know, scaled, we wanted to make sure we had the, the right people in the right programs. And so what we did was we created client archetypes you know, for our company, for our programs. And so we would look at these client archetypes and we would match them against the applications that we would get for people that wanted to sign up for our programs. And that's something that you guys can do, you know, working inside of Sanira's program. When you fill out your ICP, you also want to make sure, does this line up with the, the clients that I'm saying yes to that I want to work with? Because once you can nail who you want to work with, it also makes you know, providing your service so much more enjoyable. It makes marketing so much more enjoyable. I, I'm just, I'm so excited that we're having this conversation because, you know, I do agree with you 100%. Messaging is so important and it is a trait that every CEO must have. You know, how do you help, you know, something as a, a woman sometimes, like I'm my hardest inner critic, right? Sometimes it's not even my message or what it is. It's my own thought process. I'm in my head so much. <laughs> all the time. And so what advice do you have for the women in the room that know who they want to serve? They, you know, they know they have the expertise and the value, but just can't find the confidence. Cause that's definitely a huge gap that I see, um, for, for female entrepreneurs and getting to that next stage is they have to embody the confidence. It's not always there, but we have to continue to work on that to deliver the message as well. So what tips do you have around just building that level of confidence? Yeah, I definitely believe that confidence comes from doing the work and acknowledging the results, doing the work, acknowledging the results. So first, it's like, what work have you done? You know, if you're saying you can help people, um, you know, dress better, if you're saying you can help people do better with their makeup, if you're saying you can help people with their social media, what work have you done to indicate that you can help people with that? Have you done this for your own self? Have you done this for friends and family? So first practicing, <clears throat> I've been doing what I've been doing so long that it's nearly impossible for me to feel confident because I just have the receipts of like, I've been doing this nearly almost every single day for the past 14 years now that I just get it. So it's like, what have you been doing almost every single day for the past three years, five years, 10 years? You know, one thing that we have to be mindful of 
is when we leave school, when we leave high school, or we leave college, we're not we're not practicing every day. We're not showing up and reading and, and doing all the things that we're forced to do in an eight hour day when we were in school. And so when you're working on your business, you have to intentionally say, what studies am I going to do? What books am I going to read to make sure that I am top of my game at whatever it is that I'm doing? So one, having the knowledge and, and doing the work, then being aware of the results. And so one thing that I have my clients do is I ask them like, well, what were some of your biggest achievements? What are the things that you're most proud of? What have you been able to do for yourself? What have you been able to do for other people? And oftentimes, you know, we discount our our skills and our experiences. And I don't mean literally discount as in we undercharge ourselves. I mean, we discount the amount of work that has gone into get us to where we are today. And until we actually sit down and say, I actually was able to help three people do this and I helped my mom do this and I helped seven people do this until we actually sometimes write it down and become aware. We forget the level of impact that we've had. So when you can actually document your level of impact and become aware of your results, that can help with your confidence as well. Okay, I'm blown away. You gotta get the knowledge, you gotta do the work, then you gotta take the receipts, right? You've gotta, you've gotta count those results. Such is so important. We forget the receipts. There's so many amazing things that we do. We forget to take credit for those things and, and then they just go away and then we don't remember what we did and that's the process. And I love that you talked about knowledge and putting in the work, right? It's like class, right? Showing up to class, knowing what books you need to read. That is also entrepreneurship. It is hard work, ladies and gentlemen. It is not this like perfectly easy breezy journey. And we see Maya now on the most fabulous yachts in her beautiful uh, bathing suits with all of her friends popping champagne. This woman works really, really, really damn hard, you know, and she's still working hard. And that's also part of it, right? That's also not part of it. That's the whole lot of it to take yeah. that like that next 5%, right? This 95% of it is is what you don't see at the service surface. It's like that uh like that uh the corporate iceberg uh like yeah. the iceberg yeah. painting or it's like the, you just see the tip of the iceberg and then the the iceberg is actually all the way down in the ocean. The mass part of the iceberg is actually underneath what you don't see. And yeah. that yeah. to me is like the entrepreneur journey, right? People just see that the peak of the iceberg, but all of it lives underneath the water. And that is what we want to peel back the onion. That is what we are talking about here today, that it is hard. And the internet does fool us, right, Maya, that entrepreneurship looks a certain way. And I want to ask you, you went from taking your passions, like you started doing MySpace pages 14 years ago, to now having a multi-million dollar empire, helping other women to have six-figure, seven-figure businesses. How beautiful is that? But what is the hardest part of like, you went from founder to CEO? right? And you are still running your business. You're not checked out. You're the one that shows up. You're the one does that does your events. You're still the one doing the coaching. What is the hardest part about being CEO? <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm like, well, what's not the hardest part? Uh, Give it to me all. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about all the hard stuff on being yeah, a CEO. Yeah. Let's, let's do it. Let's talk about it. So one of the things that I teach my clients is this, um, 
I guess, philosophy, for lack of better words, called the expert roadmap. And I talk about the different journeys, you know, in your business. You have your discover phase where you're getting clear on your message. You're just beta testing. You're not really quite sure what your it thing is. And that's like the fun part of business where you might not even be that reliant on your idea to work because you might be at your nine to five and that's the fun stage. Then you have your launch stage where after you kind of test things out, you launch your product, you already have like your list built, you're you're getting engagement. And that's a really fun stage too, because you're actually starting to make money in your business. Then you have the grow stage where I feel like I was in the grow stage probably from like 2016 to 2019, where it's like, oh my gosh, I'm actually making money. I can afford maybe two team members now. I can have an assistant and a bookkeeper or whatever those team members are. You're starting to go from one-on-one to one-to-many if you're in service-based. And the grow phase is really where you have to ask yourself, do I want to go to the next phase, which is scale? Do I want to be a really well-paid solopreneur or do I want to be a CEO? And when I teach this, I talk about like the different mindset blocks that you run into at um, every single level. And when it comes to scaling, one of the most challenging things is growing your business rapidly and still making sure that you're you're showing up and producing with the same level of quality and integrity, right? And so an example is kind of like, let's say there's a local lemonade stand that you like, and it's this one lemonade stand in your city. Everybody loves it. It's the go-to. Their flavor is so unique. And then a bigger company buys them, and now they're at scale, and they're in 100 stores across the entire state. And so some people might be like, oh man, I remember when they were small and they had such unique flavors, but now at scale, you dilute the integrity or the quality of your product. And so one of the most challenging things is just being able to find that balance of how do I scale and serve more people without diluting the quality and, and integrity of, of my product? That's one of the most challenging things that I have found with scale. Even when you have the best intentions, things are going to break because your systems not might be set up for that growth if you've never experienced that level of growth or if you haven't had any level of coaching or mentorship to adequately prepare you for that. So I would say that's probably the number one thing or one of the, the top two things. I would say the other thing is just showing up as a leader now for your team. Whereas when I was in the discover phase, the launch phase and the growth phase, I needed to show up for my clients in a certain way. But when I needed to hire more people to make sure I could adequately serve my clients. Now, now not only am I a leader to, to serve my clients, I'm now a leader for the people that are underneath me within my company. And so having that level of pressure of like making sure I'm showing up the right way for my clients and making sure I'm showing up the right way for my team. Starting from scratch, taking an idea and turning it into a fabulous business overnight. That's what most people think the reality of an entrepreneur is. But really being an entrepreneur is hard work late nights, and the ability to keep going when you feel like giving up. Entrepreneurship is rewarding when done right. And the most rewarding part is seeing the growth of that idea, that business, and turning it into a scalable business with impact. You know, I always say there is no such thing as a million dollar idea, only a million dollar execution. HubSpot is on a mission to help your business grow better and help you execute that vision seamlessly with the secure CRM system. A CRM is a customer relationship management system 
and a technology for managing all your company's relationships and interactions with customers and potential customers. With all the tools and integrations you need for marketing, sales, content management, and customer service, HubSpot is ready to grow with you from founder to CEO and everything in between. Plus, with seamless plugins that you can track customer activity, you will know what's clicking and who's not, all from your HubSpot dashboard. Level up and start scaling for good with HubSpot. Learn how your business can grow better at HubSpot.com. Running a business is hard. Managing employees is hard. Getting customers in through the door is even harder. But getting paid shouldn't have to be. Stacks Payments is here to help. Our intuitive platform simplifies invoicing, recurring billing, and enables you to take payments in person, online, and even through text messages. Stacks is the one-stop hub to get you paid. What's even better? Stacks has one flat fee subscription for unlimited credit card processing, so you can save money and put more into your pocket. Subscribers to this podcast can save even more by mentioning code CEO20 when they sign up and save an additional 20% on your subscription for the lifetime of your account. Yes, we love supporting women in business. CEO20, stop spending time tracking down customers and getting frustrated with payment tools that will fail you. Automate your business with Stacks Payments today and get your complete payment toolkit and support another fellow woman-owned business. Learn more at stackspayments.com slash CEO school. Again, that's stackspayments.com slash CEO school and code CEO20 to save another 20%. Absolutely agree with you, right? This, this, it is so, it is hard and scale is what's really hard, right? You can get started. I think, you know, I was having a conversation with a friend and I was saying that the, I used to think that the hardest part was getting started, which it is, right? Like that's hard enough in and of itself. So you get started, starting a business is so hard. It's fearful, you're taking risk, you have no clue right? And you're just taking this leap of faith and you're learning along the way. That is hard. Then it becomes harder once you like you do it and you're like, okay, great. I got this. I'm kind of have the hang of it. And then the skill part comes, right? Going from solopreneur to CEO, right? That part requires systems and scaling and people, right? And that is the journey from going from founder to CEO. That's the scale part. And that part was missing. Like there's a lot of people teaching us like how to start the business, but what happens when you actually have the business? Like what actually happens when you have a business and you have some sales, right? Do you want to have just some sales? Do you want to scale the business? And what gets you from zero to five figures is not what is going to get you from five to six. And it's definitely not what's going to get you from six to seven and seven to eight. It's designed on purpose, right? That's the way it is because you've got to, the the systems that we're working at that level shouldn't work at the next stage. So you've got to redo those systems. You've got to rethink your mindset. You've got to rethink that messaging, the brand, the scaling, the tools, the resources, the tech, the people, the overwhelm, like that is all part of the scale. And that is a playbook, right? That player is a playbook. So for sure, number one, it's so hard to scale. Number two, you talked about leadership. Oh, my heart just wanted to explode when you talked about leadership. Being a CEO is hard because you are a leader. What you say really matters. How you act, how you show up really matters. People are giving up their dreams to come fulfill yours. I'm going to just say that again. There are people giving up their dreams 
to come fulfill yours. And you have to take that with, I think that's like the biggest gift anyone can ever give me is to say that they wanna join my team. Like that is the greatest gift because they are giving me their time, their energy, and their mind that they could be using elsewhere to go do something selfish for themselves, Mm -hmm. but they want to be part of this sphere. They want to be part of my team because they believe in me and they believe in my vision and they believe in the mission. And so leadership is one of the hardest things. And I used to be told, I used to think like great leaders are, they're, they're not born, right? Great leaders are not born, they are made. Leadership is also a journey that can be learned and it's through experience and it's through having team, it's through making mistakes, it's through putting in the work and reading the books and showing up for the podcast and coming to this, the, the courses and summits and all of the things you learn leadership but at the end of the day, that the people side of business is hard because you have to have the brave face on, right? You've got to show up when everyone else, if things are good, if things are bad, if things are hard, your whole team looks to you to have the answer. Your team's going to look to you to say, how is the, how's my coach feeling? Because that's how the players are going to perform, right? And so leadership is one of the, the hardest things, and but it can be learned. Um, and it's also beautiful, right? It's also so fulfilling, isn't it, Maya? It really is. It really is. Just listening to you, that even spoke to me. Like, you know, the players are always going to look to the coach. And I think there's a level of pressure there where, you know, there's definitely a higher level of responsibility in terms of like what you say, how you say it, how you show up online, how you act. Um, That's definitely something I'm learning every single day. You know, I mean, I've only been a CEO for really like the past 18 months to two years, really, if we're being honest in terms of scaling and having, you know, so many more people. So it's definitely a beautiful journey because you get to build relationships and really get to see like, dang, people really are showing up for me. They really do believe in my vision. Kind of like you said, like people are kind of, for lack of better words, neglecting their vision to kind of help push yours forward. And even with that, it, it forces you to also have a level of responsibility of what is the vision for the company? Because I don't want people neglecting their dreams and companies to work for me. I want people to be so clear on their dream and their vision and say, my vision is aligned with the vision of this company, because that's going to build that longevity and that loyalty. And what I've realized is that, you know, as a CEO and the leader, it's like, I don't necessarily want their loyalty to be to me, Maya, the person, because I'm an imperfect person, they're bought into the vision that I have. They're bought into the vision of the company. And so if their vision can align with my vision, then it makes things way more cohesive. That spoke to me, Maya, and I agree with you. It really is about aligning the vision. And you know, Yasmin, um, who was here earlier, she talked about her experiences even in corporate, and every single one of those experiences made her a better CEO later. And so I do think that visions can align, but I do think that people are literally one of the most important parts of a company, and they should be treated with the utmost dignity. And sometimes I find that, you know, the CEOs that you know, are always like constantly, we talked about firing, right? We talked about that's important. You have to be able to let go of people. You have to know when to hire, but also it's like looking intrinsically at your leadership. Like what did you do to make that person successful, right? Like, did you put in the work to make it successful? I find so often that entrepreneurs tell me, well, I'm trying to delegate. I'm such a perfectionist, but I'm trying to delegate. They just don't get it. And I'm like, Mm-mm. no, no, no. They, it's not that they don't get it. What are yeah. you doing? Are you actually helping them become successful? People training, resources, sitting down and having the time, no one's just going to get it immediately. You didn't get it immediately either, 
right? Somebody had to teach you and you had to learn. So we have to allow that grace to learn and grow as well. And this is a huge part. It's an entire module on like the six part framework of the course that's going to be dropping is on people, how to hire, how to effectively train and how to make sure that they also feel an impact in your culture. So Yes, absolutely. Well, Maya, I know we can sit here and chat all day and I want to, and I can't wait to see you in person. Um, I want to ask you as a CEO, you've literally had just a beautiful journey. What is your proudest moment as CEO? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, It's funny because I heard you ask this question to the other speakers and literally the first thing that came to mind was like not quitting, not giving up. I mean, it's like, I want to be able to say like, there's this milestone moment where, oh, when I did this event or when I made this money, it's like, honestly, not giving up because this does get hard. And honestly, I think I'm most proud that I haven't given up even at this level. And what I mean by that is when you're first starting out in business, sometimes you feel a little bit more of a pressure, especially if you end up quitting your full-time job. You're like, I have to make this work because you know my kids are depending on it or I need to be able to pay my bills. I need to know where my next meal is coming from. Like by the grace of God, I've done really well in my business that if I'm like, oh, I just want to stop for a while now, I'll be good financially. And the fact that I keep showing up when it's hard, even though I don't need the money, is an indication that this really matters to me, that the people that I serve is, you know, really matters to me. And there's been a lot of tough times where I'm like, I could throw all of this away and be good. But I'm like, it's not about that. It's not about the money. It's about what's the promise you made to yourself? What's the promise you made to God? What is the calling over your life? So the fact that I decide to show up when it's easy, I decide to show up when it's hard, I decide to show up when the algorithm is annoying, I decide to show up when people criticize me, I still show up. And that is what I'm most proud of. Oh, I want to just like hug you through the screen. I feel your words so hard. That is something to be really proud of. I think we're all proud of that every day. I texted my best friend on Monday. I was on a coaching call for the boardroom and uh, and I showed it to them because like a, a lot of the women were talking about, you know, it gets hard. I want to give up. And I was like, wait, wait, let me show you that even at this level, I consider giving up. And I shared a screenshot of my text messages and I, I texted her and I said, I hate being a CEO. This is fucking hard. I want to quit. Okay, love you. Bye. And it is hard. It's so difficult. And showing up is something that you need to be proud of because you don't have to be here. You really don't have to be here. And the people that are here when they are successful and are that are giving back because their their mission and their alignment is just at a higher purpose. It's your why. It's what gets you out of bed on the easy days and on the hard days. And that's what makes you so unique and beautiful and so successful inside and out. Maya Elias, thank you so much for your time today. We cannot wait to support you and also be wearing Rebellious Fit. Maya also has multiple companies. uh, So she's a multi-passionate entrepreneur like yours truly. Uh, Maya, tell us a little bit about Rebellious Fit and uh, your coaching programs and how we can continue to just support you. (laughs) Yeah, so Rebellious Fit is my fitness apparel line that I started in the pandemic, you know, and everybody was like, 
oh my gosh, I'm gaining weight. I'm not doing anything. I, I too was gaining weight and I'm like, I need to work out consistently and I want to look cute doing it. So Rebellious Fit, a play on my last name of Elias, R-E-B-E-L-I-O-U-S. If you guys want to follow that page and purchase some of the really cute sets, um, you can do so at rebelliousfit.com. And if you're interested in any of my live events or coaching programs, you can follow me and visit the Built to Impact website at Built to Impact and Built to Impact.com. Amazing. Thank you, Maya, for your energy today. Ladies, this session all day today is, I can't even believe I'm, I'm still going, by the way. So I'm, I'm so happy with how all of this is happening. I want to say thank you to like our entire production team here that is just keeping all of this happening. I love our new studio. I love the high quality of level of content that we're bringing here for you guys without any single asks. Like, I think that that is, it's really hard to do. Uh, and it is also something that I just, I want to bring you the best. I really, really want to bring you the best. We're really here to make an impact. Up next, we have Jenna Kutcher. So she is our final speaker of today. But before I transition into Jenna, I want to talk about the four-day CEO school experience. So we have an experience coming up on May 16th. If you've enjoyed today, I promise I won't take up um, an entire afternoon of yours again for a while, um, but I will take up one hour. Just join me for one hour every single day. Um, it's going to be at noon, I believe, but it's May 16th through the uh, through the ninth uh, through the twentieth, and every single day there's going to be a topic, and it's really going to be about going from founder to CEO. It's going to be about scaling. It's going to be about that journey to the two percent club. I learned the statistic that less than 2% of female founders ever break a million in revenue and I was heartbroken. I was like truly devastated. I couldn't figure out why. I became maniacally obsessed with this statistic and realized that this, obviously it shouldn't be the case, but I really put time into why this is happening. And what I found is that you know, there, there just aren't resources for women. There's all these resources that live in a million different places that really just wouldn't connect. Like I wouldn't take these trainings. I wouldn't take these courses. I wouldn't participate in summits that um, like I can't even attend or go to, or just are too professional or are taught by speakers who are not entrepreneurs. Like they're not entrepreneurs anymore. And I couldn't find a space that women like me that are scaling, that have a business, that want to learn and that want to grow their companies, that want to learn how to be great leaders, that want to have the playbook, where can we go to get their resources? And when I looked back at my journey, I really found like my biggest struggle was that I had to learn from my own experiences. And I had some amazing mentors that ended up coming into my life, a few that are just so instrumental. And I learned from their experiences, but none of them were women. I had zero women mentors getting me here to this point. And I felt really, really alone. I never felt I had a seat at the table ever. And so I was always trying to find a seat at the table until I realized that there just wasn't a table for me to sit at. I needed to build my own table. And so that is what CEO School is really about. We're putting together an amazing program for all of you to really step into your CEO. If you have a business and you are want to scale, if you wanna learn the exact playbooks, come to the experience. Again, this is a full free experience. We literally just want to give you the value so that you can take away walking away with exact exact recipes, exact playbooks, things that you can implement today 
on your journey to CEO because there's nothing more in my world that I want than to make a bigger impact than just myself and my team. I want to make sure that the success that we've had, the hardships that we've gone through, 10 years of entrepreneurship, 500 million in venture capital raise, 300 team members and going, multiple offices, scaling, you know, going international, M&A, all of this crazy stuff that I never thought I was gonna be able to do. I had to step into a role every day that was harder than the one that I had yesterday. And I was always hard, I was always hard on myself. I was so hard on myself because I was like, I don't, I don't have it. I don't know what it takes. I had so much imposter syndrome. Until I realized I look back and, you know, like Maya said, to collect receipts, right? I wasn't collecting my receipts. I had forgotten all of the amazing things that I had done so far and what got me through on those those hard days or scaling to that next level, even going from zero to 10 employees, 10 to 20 employees, going from zero to 1 million, one to 10 million, right? Those were all receipts that I had, but I was discounting those. And I was discounting them because I wasn't my full authentic self, right? And when I showed up as my full authentic self, my business just, just exploded exponentially. And that is why I'm here. I didn't go to CEO school and you don't have to. And that is what I realized. And so this is CEO school. And we're going to learn from real amazing entrepreneurs. Running a business is hard. Managing employees is hard. Getting customers in through the door is even harder. But getting paid shouldn't have to be. Stacks Payments is here to help. Our intuitive platform simplifies invoicing, recurring billing, and enables you to take payments in person, online, and even through text messages. Stacks is the one-stop hub to get you paid. What's even better? Stacks has one flat fee subscription for unlimited credit card processing, so you can save money and put more into your pocket. Subscribers to this podcast can save even more by mentioning code CEO20 when they sign up and save an additional 20% on your subscription for the lifetime of your account. Yes, we love supporting women in business. CEO20, stop spending time tracking down customers and getting frustrated with payment tools that will fail you. Automate your business with Stacks Payments today and get your complete payment toolkit and support another fellow woman-owned business. Learn more at stackspayments.com slash CEO school. Again, that's stackspayments.com slash CEO school and code CEO20 to save another 20%. Thank you for tuning into today's show. If you loved it, leave us a review. We are so proud to bring you authentic conversations, game changer expert guests, and valuable content on and offline the best compliment you can give us is by screenshotting today's show and tagging us on Instagram at CEO school and at Sanira Madani. We are obsessed with swag. So don't be surprised if we want to send you some. Thanks for tuning into class today. And remember, nothing bad happens when women make more money.